This is sports stuff, betting stuff. How? Good chow is the sound effect that lets you know that the real medical degenerate Alex is here. That's me. I am the original degenerate Muff. Unfortunately, the Ohio Homer, the man who thinks that Dwayne Haskins will be the starter for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and the gentleman who likes to tout Ohio State all things at any point, all day, every day, Jim, will not be present today. I think the ultimate Ohio Homer move so far has been the fact that he's very adamant Dwayne Haskins will be the starter for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, and totally just glossing over the fact of every other signing Pittsburgh had. Yes, absolutely. But that's not why we're here today. That is not why we're here. We are here to talk, talk March Madness. Madness, madness, madness. It's the madness. I was gonna say, was that kind of like where's like it's just kind of dead without him? Yeah, we don't have the madness. I know I'm not doing it justice, but is what it is. Uh, So what we're gonna do today is we're gonna do a brief recap of round one and round two of the tournament. Um, Some of our picks, our highlights, uh, our records. We will include Jim's. We will. Jim, Jim did make round one picks. He did not make any round two picks. Um, I only had one day of round two covered, Alex. I did all the all the rounds. Was full degenerate mode over the weekend. I'm this year's uh, Muff. Last year, Muff City is betting on every single game. This year, I will bet on every single game. I said I was going to do it this year, but unfortunately, but the weekend got the Life best happens. of me. Life got the happens. best of me. So, and then we will go into our Sweet 16 matchup picks for thursday this should be coming out wednesday night thursday morning so if you get a chance listen before then tail us get on our level bet all the games do it so quick recap round one records i muff 14 and 14 alex 13 and 15 and jim 13 15 and one jim had an extra bet on one game Uh, honestly i'm proud of us that's a pretty good overall record. I mean, especially for all three of us to be like that. I mean, now we had a lot of similar ideas, but I mean, a lot of our similar ideas were like the chalk ideas. Mm-hmm. But now, does Jim jump me because he has the one, or are we still tied? A tie just is nothing, right? So a tie in this case does not have any real bearing. If anything, you would be slightly ahead because you have the opportunity to win another game. And be well, 14 true. and 15. Um, so I think officially you would be ahead of Jim, but you could also, it's if right. I mean, for me, it's a tie. Um, so uh, because you won the same amount of games with less games bet. Exactly. But for us, it's a tie. Um, <clears throat> just looking through here. Look, let's look through some of the low lights. Um, we all took the under Montana State, Texas Tech. 132 and a half, and that was a big old loss. We, we, we all took Duke to cover 18 and a half. That was a loss. Was. Davidson, Michigan State was Jim's push, Michigan State minus one. And we should tell Jim we'd at least pushed. Should have been a money line. Um, and then I took the under in that game. You took Davidson money line. We both lost. 
Let's see. Are there any other big L's? Uh, Kentucky to cover. Big old loss in the first round for us. Yeah, that was a big loss at most of the continental United States. Yeah. Big, big problems there. Uh, we all took Virginia Tech money line. They lost outright. And I don't know. As a West Virginia fan, I should have known it was too sketchy to take Virginia Tech. True. We all took Iowa to cover. Iowa also lost first round to Richmond, the Spiders. Um, I think we that we took- should highlight for Jim, Ohio State money line. You and I took Loyola money line. Um, sure, you can highlight that. I won't. Um, <laughs> as, the, as the middle ground, as the as the Switzerland of the podcast, I will highlight both the good and bad. Hey, all I got to say is Ohio State's head coach is a photo op with Sister Jean. So, yes, that man's, that man's all about all about the Jeebus, too. Um, San Diego State, we took to cover. That was a loss for us. That wraps up all the all losses. Now, let's see. Where did we all win? We all took Memphis to cover over Boise State. That was a win in round one. We all got a piece of the winning action with the Georgia State-Gonzaga game. Uh, Jim and I on the over, you with Gonzaga to cover. Yes. We all were winners in Vermont plus five, which Vermont, I think, lost by two or three. Yeah, I took Vermont money line as well in that one. I mean, obviously that part of it lost, but it's kind of sad. We all were winners. Uh, maybe not. Looks like we've we've Akron UCLA. We've made we've reached a Wait, problem. How are we all? Something is not correct here. Uh, UCLA minus fourteen, I think, is the, loss. the losing end. So your your win loss there may not be accurate then. Oh, no, I shouldn't have pointed it out. You may be twelve and sixteen. Uh, <laughs> yikes! Um, sounds so much worse. It really does. That one really gets you. It's really, it's really a bugaboo. Um, and we all had Auburn to cover. Yes. Against Jacksonville State. Because as everyone remembers, Jacksonville State, the only reason they're in the tournament is because they're regular season champions in the Atlantic Sun. And Bellarmine, the team who won the tournament, was not eligible. Yes. So boo hiss on that situation. Uh, we all had Iowa State. Well, we all got money on the Iowa State game. Jim and I, Iowa State plus four. Iowa State went outright. And you had the under in that game. Under. So there's a very brief recap of what happened. The, the lowlights and the highlights there for the group. Um, round two. Saturday, Sunday games. Uh, I only got into the action on Saturday. And I went five and three. Um, I took the over in Creighton, Kansas. I took the over in Michigan, Tennessee. I took Providence to cover two and a half. Uh, I took the over in St. Peter's, Murray State. And I took New Mexico State plus six and a half versus Arkansas. Those are my wins, my losses. Baylor to cover. Baylor lost outright to North Carolina. Come on, raise up. I also took a loss. St. Mary's plus points. Uh, UCLA pretty one pretty handedly in that game and i took gonzaga to cover and gonzaga squeaked out a win against memphis and anthony penny hardaway how did your round two go alex my round two went well saturday i was four and four i won memphis plus ten and a half new mexico state plus six and a half st peter's plus nine and north carolina plus five and a half so basically if i took the underdog to cover their spread i did pretty well 
I lost Kansas minus 12, Tennessee minus five and a half, St. Mary's plus three, and the over 133 in Richmond and Providence. Um, I also continued to bet for Sunday and went five and three. So that was my best day, actually. It was my only winning, quote-unquote, winning record day. I had Houston minus four and a half at Illinois was a win. Duke minus six and a half. First Michigan State was a win. Iowa State plus four and a half. Notre Dame plus eight. And Purdue minus three and a half were all wins. My three losses that day were Arizona minus 10 versus TCU, Auburn minus seven and a half versus Miami, and Ohio State plus five and a half versus Villanova. So overall, what did I say I was overall? Nine seven. Yeah. Second nine round. Seven, second round. So Alex, nine and seven plus unfortunately we had to do a little re- recount there. Did we uh, recount for sure? 21 and 23 for the first two rounds, Alex. I was 19 and 17 in the first two rounds, and Jim 13, 15, and one because he did not put any bets down round two. So again, still as as, as a group collectively, we're all around 500, which means we're you know down units in the end um, overall. But you know, yeah. compare well, this yeah. if we compare this to what we did in football season, it's not bad. No, no. And we're having fun. That's all that matters. Let's be honest. At least that's how I want to look at it. That's how we should look at it. Uh, Next, we get into the Sweet 16. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'll tell you what I didn't do. I did not bring up my stats page. So. Oh, muff. It's okay. Don't worry. I can can still get there. Um, Basketball. Basketball. Basketball Jones. Getting down in Dribble Town. So, in the first game that we have on the slate here, we have. Ah, so I shared this, Alex, um, off air with Jim. uh, Yes. Well, off air, when I say off air, uh, in a conversation with Jim um, another day, there is a very, very evident. factor over the with the teams remaining is that none of them are really heavy three-point shooting teams as far as getting points from three-pointers huh there has been some information that i've heard on some other podcasts that the ncaa introduced a new basketball that has not been circulation yeah it was not in circulation prior to the tournament um something that i did not know is that there is no regulation in NCAA basketball, even within conferences, that they have to use a specific ball. Huh. It is a team decision, which I guess there, I'm sure there's <clears throat> balls to choose from, but it's a team's decision which ball they use throughout the season. Huh. That shocks me. If I would have known this prior to, I would have probably taken a lot more unders. Yeah. Interesting. I did not know that. I just assumed there'd be like one ball that all of the NCAA uses. I thought so too. Cause you know, I played high school basketball. You played high school basketball. Yeah. You, you, everybody's using the same ball. Yeah. Period. Period. There wasn't an option. And they did the weird, hold it up, drop it thing. It bounced to a certain level. Right. And lots when of I, whenever I was in school, it was the Wilson jet. That's what we, everyone used. Ours was a Wilson, but I'm trying to remember what probably was the jet. 
jet. Yeah, we use the jet. There may have been other renditions of the jet, but we were using the Wilson jet ball. Um, but yeah, that was just an interesting tidbit that uh, I was like, huh, if huh. this had been divulged to me, I would have felt differently about some things. Um, that being said, Arkansas taking on Gonzaga. Gonzaga minus nine over under 154. We are on different roads of this one. Jim and I, so Jim Jim did uh, phone in his picks. So we have those. Jim and I are both on Gonzaga minus nine. Alex, you are on Arkansas plus nine. I am. I, I think Gonzaga is going to win this game, but I think Arkansas keeps it closer than we expect. Gonzaga hasn't shown me much that is like a blow every team out of the water. Kind of obviously. I mean, they just played Memphis close. They played relatively. I don't know. They don't have blow it out mentality. I think nine's a good number. They might. I'm not saying they wouldn't win by six or seven. I don't think it's going to be like a buzzer beater. Um, I just don't ever see it being a runaway game. So I'm going to stick with Arkansas plus nine. Um, Yeah, I'm just looking. So Arkansas has been playing above their season averages as far as offensive efficiency. So the amount of possessions they score uh, a point. Um, So they've been playing above their season average. uh, And Gonzaga is actually playing below their season average in offensive efficiency, uh, as well as possessions per game. Uh, I think Gonzaga comes a week off a week of rest and is ready just to take it to Arkansas in this game, make easy work of them. Uh, and to the comment I made earlier, both of these teams, I, if I remember correctly from the stats, are in the uh, outside of the top 150 in percentage of their points from three-point range. Um, Gonzaga a little bit more. Um, than Arkansas, but both teams are, eh, say, not very great defending against the three, or at least the opponent's percentage points from three-point range, uh, but neither of teams shoot relatively well from three-point range. So in a game of possessions uh, and half-court basketball, I see Gonzaga coming out triumphant in this one. I feel like he just almost talked me into it under – well, they've also had a week to get used to that new ball. I know. So I don't know. Now it's I don't want to hop on a bunch of unders and be like, right. Well, yeah. Is, is, has Vegas uh, moved the lines appropriately? Yeah, exactly. Who am I kidding? Vegas knew that there was going to be a new ball. Yeah, they knew. They know. They know Vegas knew. Hashtag Vegas knew. Um, so, yeah. And again, Jim is on Gonzaga to cover minus nine. Next, we have Michigan taking on Villanova. Villanova minus four and a half over under 135 and a half. That being said, Alex, Villanova is the one team that's, I think, in the top 30 or 40 in the percentage of points from three-point range. Villanova gets almost 39% of their points from beyond the arc. They are are the only team in, like, that top 50 range left in the tournament. Motivating for the over there. Motivating for the over. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. I'm on the over. Yeah, I'm on the over just based on uh, all offensive stats and the fact that neither of these teams are very solid defensively, at least in opponent floor percentage, which again, uh, going back to last week, opponent floor percentage is the percentage of points that a team's opponent scores on, percentage of possessions. Um, Michigan is almost allowing a 50%. For the season, they've been pouring it on over the last three games. Um, but for the season, they're almost at like that 50% number. So 
in this case, I see Villanova putting up points in Michigan, struggling to keep up, but doing enough to get us to the over 135 and a half. No, I don't hate that. That's a good, that's a good pick. I like Villanova minus four and a half in this game. I think they take care of business. Michigan had a nice run in the tournament, but it's time. It's time. It's time. Put them down. And I'm shocked by Jim's pick. Right. Jim is on Michigan plus four and a half. I feel like Jim has talked himself into being a fan of Jawan Howard. Yes. Absolutely. I'm ready to put this back in his face come football season. Yes. So this will be fun. This will be discussion. Next is Texas Tech taking on Duke. Texas Tech favored by one and a half points over under. 136 and a half points. I'm let you this is one of the games that. I'm a little more excited for as far as watching. I think it's going to be a good game. I will reveal that I have picked under 136 and a half. Uh, mm-hmm. Texas Tech is a good defensive team. Duke is a good offensive team. I think that this is like a, a back and forth battle, kind of almost to what you were saying about Gonzaga. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think Duke wins this game, so I don't dislike the Duke money line pick. If I was picking something other than the under, I went between those two. Um, but I'm going to stick with the under 136 and a half. Okay. I am on Duke money line, and so is Jim. Um, <clears throat> I just – I trust Duke's offense more than I trust Texas Tech's offense. Oh, for Duke, sure. Duke has weapons. they got Paolo Bencaro. Uh, Wendell Moore Jr. They've got Theo John off the bench. They have they got some dudes. Um, Texas Tech is a lockdown defensive team, um, and Duke's defense is absolutely awful. They're garbage, um, but I don't trust Texas Tech's offensive enough yeah, in no. this game to do anything. Um, I would have probably rather been on the over under, but I don't I don't know what's going to give. I really don't. So I just went with the underdog money line and Duke. And Coach K. I like again, it. Again, this pains me, but I'm going to go with Coach K. I'm glad you could put your biases aside. You know, sometimes you have to in the betting world. Uh, next, I, and I think I, my record in spite picks is O and everything. Yes. Um, Houston, Arizona. Arizona minus two over under 145 and a half. Jim is on Houston plus two. Alex is on. Houston money line. Don't give me. A, I'm not. I'm not. It's sweet sixteen. Well, I'm not plus two. Like money line. I'm not plus two. Not plus twoing here. No, um, in the sweet sixteen. I am on Arizona to cover. Arizona is a superior offensive team. To this tune of I, if I had to handicap this game, if somebody was asking me to handicap this game, I would have been Arizona minus four, minus five, uh, based on the offensive statistics. Defensively, Houston is a better defensive team. Um, Houston, I think if Houston is going to stay in this game, is going to win this game, it's going to be from behind the arc um, because Houston gets almost 32% of its points from three-point range, and Arizona gives almost 32 33% of its points to opponents from the three-point range. That being said... Houston is not going to be a hot shooting team. Give me Arizona. And if I had to make this line, I'd make it Arizona minus four or Arizona minus five. Put your money where your mouth is by the points. Can you buy points in basketball? 
don't know if you can buy points in these games. I don't think I've seen the option, but I haven't dug you deep. Have, exactly. Dug deep into the FanDuel. Find the option, right? Right. I looked. Um, next in the game that all eyes will be on: Saint Peter's taking on the Boilermakers of Purdue. The peacocks. Born, the peacock. Peacocks versus Boilermakers. Is there is there a drink called a peacock? I don't think so. Never heard of a drink called a peacock. I was thinking if we could make this the battle of the thing. The battle of the alcoholic beverages. That's the battle of beverages. I don't know. Um, I'm sure there is. There's got to be a peacock drink. Why not? Um, people aren't thinking this is going to be a game, though. Uh, Purdue is favored by 12 and a half points with an over-under of 136 and a half. Jim and I are both on the over, 136 and a half. I, I think this was more of a feel pick for me. Um I didn't, I wasn't feeling a line. It's 12 and a half, which is tough to pick to cover either way. Um, given if I had to go in the, the spread, I'd, I'd pick St. Peter's plus the points. I just think this is where St. Peter's run ends. Well, I definitely I, think that St. Peter's run ends here, but I think they don't get crushed. I think they cover 12 and a half. So that's like I said, if I, if I had to bet on, the spread, I'd pick St. Peter's plus. I just feel a little bit more confident in the over. Um, this is, for me, another one of those, even if Purdue does jump out by, like, 20, 25 points, I still think St. Peter's is going to have a run in them, and Purdue's just going to try to keep that 10 to 15-point uh, lead. So it's just going to go back and forth. That's, um, um, yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm pretty confident in my St. Peter's plus 12 and a half here. I like it. I like it. Uh, next, Providence taking on Kansas. Kansas minus seven over under 141 and a half. It is unanimous in this game. What are we all on, Alex? Kansas minus seven. This was a tough one for me because originally I was Providence plus seven, but the more I thought about it, I'm like, I've been on Kansas all year. I've watched Kansas a lot as a big 12 person. Give me Kansas confidently. Yeah, and I think Kansas just, they have the edge in defense, especially especially over the last week or two, um, like in the conference championships. And that's, that's where I see Kansas making their hay in this one is they just lock down Providence um, and Kansas wins by 10 plus. That's, that's my guess. So I concur, obviously, because we're all on it. It, it. Does it make you nervous? You and Jim have a lot in, a lot in common here. I think it should make Jim nervous. doesn't make me nervous. I know why I picked him. That's I don't true. know if Jim knows why he picked him. That's true. <laughs> Moving on to your team, the UNC Tar Heels versus the the UCLA Bruins. A less appealing U beginning acronym. Um, UCLA. I have liked UCLA this entire tournament, to be honest. I think they're a balanced team. Um, I think they play a pretty complete game. Um, I think this is a good matchup for them. I think UNC is also, I mean, a good matchup for us as a fan. I mean, as far as. Right. Um, I think I, you can go either way in this, but I like UCLA minus two and a half. Yeah, and I'm going to be real honest with the world. Uh, offensive stats point towards UNC. Defensive stats point towards UCLA. I just. I'm taking UFC money line. I should not be doing this because I bet, 
<laughs> bring that up. I have bet against North Carolina the entire tournament, and they've proven me wrong. And I feel like as a fan, I should continue to do that. Just like, you know, wearing the same socks, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I just can't leave myself to do it. I have to, in Sweet 16, support North Carolina. There you go. Maybe so, they were just waiting for your support. I, what, to lose? Well, I guess that's a good point. <laughs> if they lose, here's a, here we go. If they lose, I'll blame it on me. If they win, I'll say I made a good pick. There you go. This is my okay. fault, North Carolina. If you, North Carolina, if you lose this game, it's, it's my fault. It's my fault. It's not. It's not. It's not Hubert Davis' fault. It's not the players. It's my fault. I like I'll, ownership you're taking there. I apologize in advance if they lose. There take, you go. take it from here. Apologies. I apologize. <laughs> and in the last game in the Sweet 16, Iowa State taking on Miami, Florida. Miami favored by two and a half points over under 133. This is what a 10-11 matchup. Yeah, it's, it's both double digits. Yeah, it's the rare. It's the rare double digit. Both both seeds match up. Uh, what are we all on here? You and I are both on the same team. I'm going to take the points plus two and a half. You are going to take the money line. Yep, sweet 16. We're not doing money. We're not doing points here. And no two points. Money line. Confidently. Big 12. Let's go. And that, to be honest, that's why I'm on a Iowa State Big 12. Um, although at this point, uh, the ACC has just as many teams as any other conference at this point. Um, actually, I think they have more. They have three, right? North yeah. Carolina, Miami, Duke. What's the Big 12 have left? Iowa State. Kansas, Texas Tech, and Iowa State. Okay. So, yeah, I'm, ta- I, I'm taking Iowa State to cover based on their defensive stats here. Um and I don't, I don't think – I think Miami's a pretender offensively a little bit. Um, I think Iowa State exposes them. So, should I take the money line? I should. If I can get two and a half points in a close game, why not take them? I like it. And then Jim I mean, is on the over. Jim is on the over. That's, a, that's well, 133. I don't know. I wouldn't take it over an Iowa State game, but Jim, yeah. Jim's going to do what Jim wants to do. Right, I have this. I have this game handicapped uh, at one one thirty four. If I were to if I were to put an over under out there, I'd put it at one thirty four. That's yeah. that's what will make or break it for you. Well, we'll see if the game's at one thirty five, one thirty three and a half. So, I guess if the game ends at one thirty three, that's I just wouldn't be confident in taking an over or an under because yeah. I'm pretty much right with where it's at. I got you. Yeah. It's fair. It's fair. Uh, So I think, wasn't there a promise that Mac was going to make an appearance tonight? Was there? I think there was a promise that Mac was going to make an appearance on the next uh, show with the other interns. He gets Uh, to himself. He needs time with his deep, dark dark thoughts. uh, Yeah. He's like living the time of his life out there at the women's tournament. So it's made me a little nervous. Hope he doesn't find himself on Mrs. Mac. Return of the Mac. Um, oh gosh. So. All right. Well, that's the, the recap of last week for most of it. Uh, and the upcoming Sweet 16. Um, please listen, follow, rate, review, all the things on social media, at Sports Gym, up on Instagram and Twitter. Follow us on Facebook. 
get us on the YouTube. We've uh, we've been doing some good things on the on the social medias recently. True. The Twitter sphere. We're pretty fun. Interact, enjoy it. Give yourself something to think about the day other than work and all the other BS going on in the world. So when the Sweet 16 picks make us bajillionaires, Alex. Woohoo, cash money. When North Carolina <laughs> makes it to the Elite Eight. And when Who's the team you're rooting for? You're rooting for the Peacocks? Yeah, the Peacocks. The Come Peacocks on. of the only Jesuit school left in the tournament. Make the Elite Eight. <laughs> Out of all the ones that started. Uh, Loyal Chicago is a Jesuit school. Right, sorry, you're right. Go on. What type of night are we going to have, Alex? A good, good night. Pocket stat like they pregnant and about to have triplets all at 20s.